Hi, I'm Eric Gutman, and you're listening to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7 with host Eric Fiorillo. The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Today is the 18th of April, 2019. Um, We've been on and off with the air and out on social media, everywhere else with blogging and everything. Um, This is the third day in a row, uh, internet on and off. They've been to my house. They're coming again today. They're trying to tell me now the brand new router is no good, et cetera, et cetera. And I've got, uh, we got our pal Don G. Fardino coming here momentarily. And I was just saying to him, you know, these things can really break somebody hard. Um, especially if you've had a rough time and, you know, it's like one more thing. But here's what I said to Donnie and myself. Maybe I can't get out there and do things, but I've told everybody before, it's vital to have a white notepad and a blue pen. And start writing. Write anything you want. Write something constructive. If you have your phone, put your earbuds in it and listen to constructive things. Because this has given me an opportunity now to work on myself even more and to come up with new ideas or things I want to say about myself. I was telling Donnie, I just wrote 100 times in a row. I feel great. Most people say, what the hell does that do? Try it and see what happens. We're going to get into more and more of this because the show is shifting I'm doing this with my lifting now in ways that I can't even explain to you yet until I've got everything concreted down, and I might never have it. But there are some interesting things coming out of this camp, man. And I see questions, and I've already killed the questions that a lot of people are asking. Um, You have to basically take yourself, dig a fucking 100-foot hole and jump in it and get your ass out of it and learn how to do it and swallow mud if you got to. All right? This is the toughness that we talk about here, a toughness that you don't see taught a lot, where so many people are just fucking drowning, drowning, and rather than fight, they give up. I put out a great article today that I went and grabbed off the um, uh, health industry. You have to go out and look at it on Facebook, or I'm um, not Facebook, well, it is out on Facebook, on Etched in Stone, and all over the place, all about male testosterone. And the lacking and the things that we're not doing and the things that we should be doing. And I don't know if it's just the times and males in general just had the shit kicked out of them. I mean, I I got to say this. I want to get right to the show. But I want to just air this out. And we'll let Donnie comment on this when we get started, too. Because we had a little bit of a talk this morning about that in some ways. Is this. I don't watch TV a lot. All right. But when I do, and I don't know if the guys out there um, notice it, but I do, because I don't watch it and I don't hang around with men like this. I notice when the guys are with the girls in the commercials, if you don't believe me, pay attention. The guys are more giddy than the girls now. Okay? 
I'm serious. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Once again, it's more of that role reversal. Now, I'm not saying guys can't be fun and pleasant and have a laugh, but they're girly giddy. All right? It could be something for paint for your house. And they're going, hee, 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 like that. I'm like, what? I'd be like, let's go get the gallon of paint and paint. Who gives a fuck? All right. On that note, we're going to talk about a couple things today. But before we get into all the good stuff, we are going to talk. Donnie, um, there's a big um, Mace Fit conference coming up at the end of this month. Frank DeMeo is running it. It's on the 27th and 28th of April. And the thing with this is everybody's going to get together. It's down in Sarasota, Florida, in Frank's neck of the woods. Um, as you know, people that love doing maces and clubs, this is their thing. And Frank's organizing, and of course, Donnie's going to be there contributing. And we're, Donnie's going to give us a little more information on that when we bring him in. Also, too, don't forget, I mean, if you've been on the fence for an 8X club or mace, well, we've got the whole kit for you here, okay? And when you go to 8x.com and put contact Donnie, you can get him by phone or you can uh, mail him through there, and you want to purchase an 8X club, you're going to just put in the code MM19, and I'll let Donnie tell you because it's a substantial amount of money It's they're knocking off just for that. But here's the kicker, which I've never done with Donnie before. We The goal is to sell – I want to sell 20 in the next few months. But the goal right now, see, we talk about goals. Donnie and I have a mutual goal here. We want to sell 10. Now, here's the greatest thing. Number 11, whoever orders it, gets it for free. You're talking about a $270 club after all is said and done with shipping and all that, I believe. And Donnie can correct me if I'm wrong. But let's face it. This guy's the engineer, this guy's quality control, and these things are not cheap to make. So I would tell you, this is a time to go out and buy one of these fine clubs and maces because when you get this kit, you know, you can go to these functions if you're close to Frank. You know, go down and meet the inventor of 8X Club. This means a lot to people because I think more than ever now, it's nice to know who you're talking to. You know, you hear Donnie and I here on on the shows, you know the voices. Many of you probably met Donnie. I know some of the people that are on here mainly because they're local guys. But there's a certain type of relationship you make when you shake hands and look each other into the eye. My dad was very particular about that. Always firm handshake and be able to look that other person in the eye. And here's what my dad gave me, too. If they can't look you in the eye, you don't do business with them. That's the old Italian. I still go with the old man. He knew his shit. And then today, we're going to get into leadership. Now, Donnie just wrote a great article. I put it up on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. It's called Leadership. And the reason why I wanted to do a show to coincide with it is you're going to get a hard copy of Donnie. Now you're going to get the hard and soft copy of Donnie and Eric. And we'll come up with even more things because I love reading stuff. But, boy, I'll tell you one thing. When you can hammer out verbally the way we do, you're going to learn more from here, too. So, you know, that's like what I always say. Go and reread that article on leadership. Listen to this podcast called Leadership. 
over, over, and over. Because I am telling you, you could read this today, and you go back and read it tomorrow, and you're a changed person that didn't even hear what we said in the following paragraph, say. Okay, so I, I'm telling you right now, I am not, I, you know, I'm almost saying I'm pleading with you at this point. I see so many things going on. You know, I was telling Don the other day, and I'm not going to get into it too much because it, it disturbed me. Like, kids, I know from my nieces and nephews how much I love those kids. I'd give my life for them. And when I hear some of the things that I heard about young kids, and now in the United States, 13 years of age, we have the highest suicide rate ever. 13! That's what my buddy Alex and I were talking about. Al builds all my equipment here this morning. He said, I said to him, you know what? At 13, we were out crashing our bikes all over the place, riding our mini bikes illegally, you know, playing baseball. We weren't worried about some of the things I hear these people saying. And I'm not going to give them notoriety for it, but they're a bunch of perverts. To be, to be frank with you. So it's time to hear leadership. It's time to hear about tenacity. It's time to hear about loving yourself. It's time to, to stand up and say, I am great. And not worry about people saying, well, you know, you think awful highly of yourself. You know what? If you don't think highly of yourself, the hell with everything else. And the hell with everyone else. I'll tell you right now, I'm going to warn you before we get started. I'm on fire this afternoon real hard. I'm going to try to keep the language at a minimum, but I'm very impassioned about leadership among many things. And motivation and muscle, we may not be the biggest yet, but we are the biggest fucking cannon coming at you. And if you don't believe me, ask Donnie. I've talked to Donnie a number of times offline. He knows how I am. And I'll tell you, you get a head of fire on me, get out of the way. I swear to God, I'll run you over. I don't care who you are. So on that note, Don, welcome back, brother. It's always an honor, and all I can say is buckle up. I think we're going to go for a rocky ride today. Take it away. Beautiful. Hey, everybody, this is Donnie, and I want to say hello. Thank you for listening to the Motivation and Muscle Muscle Podcast. I'm a little tongue-tied today. Got to get my mouth working right. I haven't talked too much this morning, but I'm ready to now. Um, so anyway, yeah, you know, doing our, our being excited podcast last time was great. And now, now we're going to be touching on here. But uh, you guys, please take advantage of that $45 I'm giving off on yep. that on the promotional uh, with code number MM19. Enter that when you order. Go to adxclub.com. Order there. This is 10 clubs or 10 maces in one. Mm. So you always have the right weight to use, and they don't jump up in five pounds like standard fixed maces and clubs do. They go up in two-and-a-half pound increments so you can fine-tune this. It's almost like having fractional plates when you're using yeah. – you know, when you're doing your Olympic lifts, right? Yep. You know, that, that extra pound and a quarter adds up all the way until you get that next five or ten pounds that you can load on each side. So it's the same way, and you know I'm I am a huge proponent, not because of the fact that I made these, but because I rehabilitated myself with clubs before I actually made them. I designed the club while I was training with the with I, I used a one sided dumbbell. Yeah. For those of you who don't know my story, and I rehabilitated my shoulder, so 
If anybody wants to ask questions about that, they can contact me. My phone number is on the website. That is my website. That's my company. I'm not saying it to be cocky. A lot of people think that I work for the company or there's a bunch of people. Where it's only me. Right. I got a small business. I run it out of my garage. I get these manufactured down the street at a nice machine shop that I got a great relationship with. Hey, Donnie, so, not to know, interrupt you. Give out your phone number, too. Oh, okay. My personal cell number for anybody who's listening wants to get a hold of me. And I know if you're listening to Eminem, you're a solid person, so I'll answer the phone. Just leave me a message. It's 954-254-1754. That's my personal number. So if you have an AdX club and have an issue with it, you can call me there. If you are inquiring about it, call me there. I'll answer that. If I don't, just leave a message. I'll get back to you ASAP. Yeah, and... um. We're, we've been talking a lot of things with Donnie's got some movements for younger kids. And as soon as we can free my nephew Danny up, uh, I know a couple Donnie told me, but I'm going to get two or three from him. And da Danny just turned nine last week, and we're going to get him doing some of these movements and filmed. And that's going to coincide not only with MM19 now or down the road, but I feel it's like a lot of things out there we talk about. The opportunity to work with your kids, you know, if that's your wish. I mean, you hear us talking about the clubs and the deals right now, but here's the main thing. I think if you train with your own kids, you know, obviously you're going to have to have patience and learn this stuff, but you know what? We talk about building relationships here. And so many people are just lost, and they're all at, what do I do, what do I do, what do I do, what do I do? Well, the first thing you got to do is decide what you want. And that's a big issue, believe it or not. And the rest goes on and on and on. And, I mean, I could do probably a billion shows with Donnie just on those leads right there. But we're, we're going to hit him. But today we're going to hit leadership because the last show we did, I believe, was about a week and a half ago called Excitement. It was the biggest show Donnie and I have ever done as far as downloads go. And I tell you one of the reasons why, I think, because I've gone a little bit over here myself. We are very crisp with it, which we're going to do today. I believe we had the actual show done in a half an hour. If you pay attention to my solo shows, they climb huge. But all the shows do big here. But for some reason, you do it right and you do it tight and neat and you know it's like darts flying at you you can't wait to catch them literally and they really really resonate so we're going to be on this type of pattern here we're going to give you some monster stuff that you can really chew on as i said we're going to go back and forth go back and forth now before i bring donnie right in again i want to read something everybody knows how much i love vince lombardi and he was my dad's hero too and this is from What It Takes to Be Number One, Vince Lombardi on Leadership. And I thought we'd break right in with this. And this is how it goes. This is in Chapter 2. It's the beginning of the chapter. Each one has an outer page with something on it. And it's called the Vince Lombardi Leadership Model. Management is leadership. When management fails, it reflects a lack of leadership. All of you possess leadership ability, but leadership rests not only on outstanding ability, it also rests on commitment, loyalty, and pride. Geez, 
Isn't that something we were just saying here? Next, it rests on followers who are ready to accept guidance. Donnie said that right in his leadership blog post I put up today. Next, leadership is the ability to direct people and more important to have those people accept that direction. Another thing Donnie quoted today when he wrote his blog post. Now, this is a very interesting topic and I'll tell you why. And I'm going to give it right to Donnie. I'm just going to kick it off. Lombardi kicked it off, but I'll just kick it off a little bit here. You always hear me say, my pop always said, be a leader, not a follower. Those words resonate in my mind more than probably almost anything else. And there's an awful lot of stuff cooking in my head all the time. If you put your finger, if you could put your finger inside my head right now, it would probably shear it right off. And I mean that literally. And I know I have leadership ability because I've led Uh, Was I born a leader? A lot of people say you're born with it. You might have a tendency for it, but it's something that someone's going to help you or see in you, and you're going to start to develop and cultivate. And eventually it's going to be all yours. You have ownership, which is very interesting because I've never been the guy that would drop the ball, so to speak. If you told me to stand there and you said you've got to lead these people or, or give an opinion, would you? Yeah, damn straight I would. I mean, you could ask my mom if you knew her. She said, from the time you were a little kid, out of every one of us, so you were never shy about anything. You would talk to anybody. And she said, you have a gift like most people don't have. And I do. I thank God every day for this gift. And leadership to me, I won't say it comes easy to me, but I have a very innate intelligence towards it. I seem to be able to do it a lot of times without even thinking about it. And I'm not being boastful about it either, but I am too. Sometimes people that have real talent don't think about it. They just do it. My grandmother was like that a lot too. Never heard her complain. You know, hard worker, like I've told everybody, she was a nurse up in Champlain Valley Hospital in Plattsburgh. She didn't retire I believe she was either 76 or 78 years of age. A a peanut of a woman, not real big, but you talk about pure feist. And an avid walker, where she lived, she would walk to the hospital most of the time, which was a hell of a walk, let me tell you. Um, Leadership, without a doubt. Without a doubt. But you know what I like about real leaders? They know how to motivate. They know how to do everything without saying to everybody else, hey, look at me, I'm a leader. Well, who gives a shit? Your actions dictate what happens to you. I love being boisterous and loud and, you know, we're getting on each other when we're lifting or or, or all kinds of shenanigans. But, man, oh, man, when it comes to getting under that bar, over that bar, you could flip your clubs, your 8X clubs, walking down my driveway at 400 pounds in your hand. That's when things get serious. The rest of this stuff, I guess, as they say, is theater. Donnie, take it. I know it's a lot, but it's a hell of a buildup. It's all yours, brother. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, you know, um, one of the things that people, you know, people will say that they're, you know, like you were expressing before, is that they were either born with the leadership quality. I, I don't think that's true. I think right. anybody can become a leader because, you know, I've, I've for those of, that don't know me, um, they're, they're, I've had 43 different jobs in my life, 
And at some of those jobs, I was the boss. At other jobs, I was an underling and sometimes very low as an underling. And what was going on there was I was learning how to be a leader by watching my crew chiefs or watching my bosses and paying attention to how they were teaching. But this all goes back, you know, further. I'm going to I'm going to bring it back even further to when I was a little kid and my dad would try to teach me things. And sometimes I would get so frustrated with him. I didn't want to hear it. Yep. But he was trying to, you know, it was just the way he was teaching me or whatever, and, you know, and, or maybe I was a little sensitive to it, you know, this, but it took me some time as a little kid. And I'm talking like four five, six, seven years old, you know, as I got older, I actually learned that, um, you know, to pay attention to my dad, he knows yes. a lot of things, you know, it took a little bit of maturity on my part. So I had to learn how to become a good follower before I became a leader. And then also, too, when I did become a leader, when I had my own businesses or I was a, I was appointed a foreman, as foreman of a, a factory when I was 19 years old, a factory that I worked at for seven months. And then all of a sudden, all of the upper level guys quit yep. in that time. And uh, what happened? The, the boss needed a um, – a, um, a foreman and he, and he appointed me to do it. And I was like, Whoa, wait a second. You know, like, uh, you know, here I am, you know, like all of a sudden in charge of somebody else's right. livelihood. So I had to learn real quick with, with them. And I said, well, what are all my bosses? What did my dad tell me? And what did the teachers that I liked, what did they do to inspire things? And I used to think about this when I'd go out after work with the guys and, you know, have a beer or whatever. And I would, you know, like listen to them talk. Yep. And, so, you know, they and, and and of course, they were all like, you know, real guys. They they you know, they would tell you if they didn't like something, right. they didn't keep it in. You know, and it was back in the, you know, the mid 80s. This was going or the early 80s. And, um, you know, these guys would say things, you know, like, well, you know, when you're showing me how to do something and I don't understand how to do it, you got to show me how to how to do it now. Fast forward a few more years when I had when I was in charge of a pizzeria when I had my pizzeria, and I was getting kids that were coming in that you know these people are all in their forties now but they were back then they were teenagers I was in my mid twenties a little later twenties and I was very surprised at the kids that that couldn't use a broom or a mop and I'm like you know where the hell did they grow up how did they grow how did how could you be fourteen yeah. years old and not but I was happy for the fact that a 14-year-old took the initiative to come and get a part-time job cleaning, mm -hmm. you know. So, so in that aspect, I was like, wait a second. Let me teach these kids the things that they need to do to be able – and I had three kids all at the same time that worked for me like this. And I'd have to, you know, mentor them as far as work to get them – they turned out to be fantastic employees, these kids. Yep. And then I realized I had that leadership quality. I said, wait a second. This is how these kids are going to learn. Let me show them stuff. And and more importantly, I was working shoulder to shoulder with them. Yep. So that it that pays off so much. So for anyone who hasn't done that, especially if you see, this is where I, there's a lot of disconnect between our educated people, our white collar workers, and our blue collar workers. Blue collar workers are very loyal to the people that they're working with. Yep. That they've worked next to them as long as those people all are in the same mindset. You know, sometimes you get the ones that are out for themselves and throw everybody under the bus, but you know what happens with them, especially when safety's involved. Sure. And and you know, so so to become 
you know, not only to make myself a better leader, I had to be, I also wanted to teach these kids the skills to be leaders because let's face it, from the 80s, I'm going to say that it was started to be more and more prevalent with the divorce rate and things like that. That's when I got, you know, I got divorced in the early or the mid 90s. And but in the 80s, it was already starting to show up. And a lot of these kids were growing up without having a male figure in the house. Mm -hmm. And and, you know, so these type of these type of things are very important, especially for young men. Young women need to learn it, too. But it's more important for young men because we're involved in more group activities. Yep. We do a lot of things, you know, sports, uh, even if you're, you know, getting something together. And and just the structure and the psyche of of males and boys. And I I don't like to use males. I do like to use boys and men. I really like to use that. The male is talking about when you got pets. It's a male. It's a female. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, but but you know it's boys and girls, men and women. You know, guys and dolls, whatever you want to call it. But uh, you know when you're talking that way, men have a different psyche, and mm-hmm. men can can also lead and they can step back from that leadership position and good leaders always know when to step back and let the other one come up with an idea or take the reins or who has a better idea or just who's got the proper energy for that day or that particular task to do it now uh, fast forward again away from the pizzeria and when I was in the crane field when I was working in the crane in the crane company I came into that business as a mechanic a guy who has fantastic leadership skills mentored me in running cranes and working on them and doing a lot of things with that. And he was younger than me. Yep. And I had a lot of respect for him because this guy had one leg. He lost his leg and he didn't, you know, he didn't sit his ass in a wheelchair. Right. You know, he went out and got his prosthetic and he'll climb a 200 foot ladder with an 80 pound bat, you know, pack of tools on his back, yep. you know, to get up there and repair something. And I was like, if this guy can do it, I realized this like back in, you know, I think 2004, I started working for them. I realized this back then, if this guy can do this, I can, I'll follow him to help. Yeah. Because he's doing that. He took the time to not only teach us the proper ways, but to also go back and show us where we did things properly, where we did things wrong, that where they could have been done better. And he had this great teaching skill about him. But at the same time, he was still so highly skilled in everything that we did, you know, from from mechanical area to to. Uh, you know, handling himself with the the supervisors to handling himself with people that are, you know, irate on job sites. You know, yeah. you get, you know, people don't understand. You know, there there's grown men having fist fights on construction sites right now because somebody wanted to use a piece of equipment while the other, you know, a leader of another crew was, you know, had it all tied up for too long. Sure. I mean, there's stuff like that going. People don't realize that nowadays there's still guys beating the hell out of each other at work every day and it happens. And to be, you know, you got to expect all of these things. But this guy showed us how to do everything and he created a fantastic crew. I wish he had gone into the crane field himself. Yeah, he was that good. But uh, these these are all the things that life experience, you get this culmination of being able to to find these things in life and hone yourself so I had all of these examples from leaders for me, terrible leaders, 
guys that, you know, like would make uh, when you have that job, you're like, Jesus Christ, I wish this building would burn down overnight. So yeah. I yeah. don't have to go to work. Tomorrow. And everybody's had that thought. Don't tell me you haven't. And, it, you know, because the place was so miserable because yep. you had a crappy leader. But yeah, but you, you know what the good leader. You know what the good thing about that though you can draw from there that that's things you don't become as a leader. You know, yeah. I mean that's yeah, that, that's true. You know, I I always say the big thing is leaders are readers. You you watch people or listen to people that really have domination of the English language. I mean, I go out and put on etched in stone almost every day a word with a definition from Webster's Dictionary or my own hold on it because. My thing is I read a new word every day. The vocabulary you build in a year just doing that is just unbelievable. Or something you hear, you go and look up. But here's the thing I want to ask you. Yeah. What do you, if if you had to say, I don't know, three words possibly, leadership, how do you, if you meet up with people, say you've never known them, but you're around them enough for that time being so you can discover, A, are they a leader? Two, are they somebody that you do want around you? Do they have the qualities either you can learn from them or they learn from you or both? But is there a word that would describe Donnie's take on how he would um, define a leader with people he meets? A word that I would describe. Ah, that's 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 put me on a spot quick there. And I'm, now I'm trying to think of a good word because my word for today was accoutrements and, and on my Webster dictionary. Okay. Thing. That, yep. that was my word today. But a word for what I would find is that the, the loyalty. If I yep. see some if I see someone that has workers under them or friends next to them who would follow them into hell. Mm hmm. That to me is the is the the utmost sign of the best leaders. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think too one of the biggest things is example. Um, if you see me or Donnie, you know, just being relentless on things, no matter what the day is going like, no matter what the challenge is, that's going to impress upon people big time. You know, I say this all the time. And this goes right to the vein of what we're talking about. Because I say this with my nieces and nephews. And anybody that's listening and have listened to prior shows should really think about this if you haven't. Someone is always watching you. We don't like the Uncle Sam thing with the cameras, but forget about that. People that you're around, you know, uh, Donnie with his company, um, his manufacturers, uh, there could be, let's say there's five guys in the room and he's talking to them. You can bet every one of them, even the gentleman or lady speaking with Donnie, is looking him over, is listening to how he speaks. How does he stand? Or is he sitting? Is he leaning over? All these things that most people think is a bunch of bullshit can make or break anything you do because people, contrary to what we're hearing today, the people that I have met through my life that I admired, that I felt were leaders, were people that stood straight. They spoke to you in a manner of respect. Now, respect is a funny thing because people can put it to you real good. 
And that doesn't mean they don't like you. And that doesn't mean they're not a leader. But sometimes being a leader, and it's most of the time, you got to do things that maybe you don't like or maybe things that you do like. And it isn't always, you know, wine and roses, as they say. And sometimes you got to come down on people hard or they're going to come back at you because they didn't like something you did, said, or want to do. And the both of you have to have that turtle-like skin, meaning a shell, where if you're going to stay and work together, there's going to be a lot of nuances of gives and takes. But I'll tell you right now, a leader is only going to be as strong as the people around them. And one thing I've learned with all the things that I've been doing, will be doing for the rest of my life is who you shake hands with, whether that handshake is, in a, is a physical or a verbal one because you don't live near that gentleman or lady, that is vitally important. There's a lot of questions I ask people nonchalantly. But how they answer me a lot of times is going to make me decide, am I going to go with them or not? Or do they talk over you? Or when you're talking to them and asking questions because they are so highly recommended, are they coming back to you with what you think they should be? Or is it the script? Because Donnie and I have talked about we both been burned with websites. And... Let's face it, when you own a business, you better be a leader. You're not getting in and opening a business unless you truly are a leader. And you're going to learn so much stuff along the way and offer so much stuff. But when I deal with anybody like that, when it comes to a business transaction with me, especially something as vital as when people are going to come into your home, basically, and take a peek at it. And they're going to decide, okay, do I want to take a look through some of the stuff in Eric's house? Do I want to purchase something in Eric's house? Do I want to listen to Motivation and Muscle and see what these guys are made of? Are they all the crack that we hear about, or are they just another poser out there? Those things are real important, folks. And you should never, ever discount any of that stuff I'm talking about. Because that's the difference, in my opinion, of winning And just being the same old, same old that is cast to the side of the road. All right? You got to bring your A game all the time. Even when you don't feel it. I told people I've had days where I wasn't feeling good. Or I was so hammered out from training. Or like this week, three days in a row. Knock on wood. I've got the luck on me again right now. We're able to do the show. We were supposed to do it at 2 p.m. EST. But. The network was up and down like a yo-yo. I told Donnie, I went and unplugged everything, replugged it in, um, went out and secured the uh, the internet. Obviously, the Wi-Fi. I called them like a half an hour early. I said, "Look, let's get this show done, and we'll have a great one to go with the blog post." Now, look, that's leadership right there. I don't have to tell him anything; he knows. But the point of the matter, I could have sat back till 2 and said, well, Don's probably busy, you know, um, I don't want to disturb him. He knows me well enough. If he's busy, he'll tell me. That's called honesty and loyalty and working together. That's and leadership. we're also friends, too. Yeah, right. Say that Go too. ahead. You know, we we, we yeah. made a friendship yep. from being honest and loyal to each other. Out, and so now we have a friend. 
and, and, and for those that don't know, Eric and I will talk on Sundays like it's normal for people of Italian descent to yep. like do things on Sunday with their family and friends. Yep. And we always it seems like our, 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 our hello and how you doing conversations are always on a Sunday. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. One of is. us is always sitting at the table somewhere. Well, hey, Don, you know what? You know, I talked about this with you. I've talked a little bit about Frank DeMeo. I talked about it with Frank Civitoni, who is aces in my book, who lives in Boston. He's, I think he had the, the biggest, highest uh, one-arm grip with a bar. I think it was like 562. He's awesome. And he's had so many health issues. And we got into it like you and I do with the family. Uh, Karma Caputo and I get into it too. But Frank, Frank sounds like my father. He's Bostonian, and he's got that accent where, holy God, you'd think I was talking to my dad. Um, but we were talking about, you know, the lasagnas and the meat the balls and all the big shit on Sunday, and you see your father and all your uncles and everybody, they'd have to unbutton the top button on their pants and, you know, yeah. and, you know, and bocce ball and, and, and the women were all in the room and talking and, and, um, maybe it's not fashionable in today's world because they say, well, oh, you're, you're working these, this one too hard or this, it was never disrespect. I saw more loving, not only in my family, but in my friends' families where, well, the woman shouldn't be cooking. Look, it, I never heard any of them complain. And the guys are always doing something to add to it and all that. It was a different time, but it was a better time than me. It was a time when, so you know, too. well, Donnie, I don't care what anybody says. I know every group has its loyalty. And obviously through the mafia shows, you know, that's what they always talk about, we see. But if you grew up in a real Italian family and you had friends where – and I'll give this right to you. My buddy Joey, I loved his mother. His, his mother passed away, I think, about 10 years ago. And his father's not in good shape. He's in his early 90s. Man, oh, man, Donnie, you probably had friends like this. We would go over to their house, right, from college. And his mother was, I mean, his mother would sit you down. What do you want to eat? Or you look in the refrigerator and you'd swear there was 50 people living there when there was only four. Joey's sister, his mom and dad, his other sister was married, living in Arizona. His mother knew how much I loved her meatballs. She would make meatballs, especially in the winter, and she'd have these huge casseroles. And you couldn't probably put everything in the refrigerator. It was so cold in the hallway when you came in, she'd have them sitting there. And, man, we'd bring that beast in there and we'd have half a dozen or more. <laughs> what I'm saying is this. You don't think it. It's all leadership, man. It's people not only loving you and wanting to give you the best, but they care about you. Joey's mother was a big woman. I remember, I'll never forget this. They had a full-length mirror in the dining room. It was beautiful. The whole house was all stained wood. And here's and it was built right into the um, the like a doorway, like a door. And you want to talk about a graceful dancer? She taught Joey and I how to dance. I mean, like slow dance, and as we were going with this big thing in college where you had to have tuxedos and all that. I mean. Uh-huh. Holy shit, man. I mean, just stuff like that I'll never forget. You know, you go over and, you know, you walk through the door. The first thing they do is grab you and kiss you. I, yeah. I, look, yeah. I, lo- I, 
Go ahead. That's, that's the that's the way you know. That's that's the way you know. I still when I meet my friends, it's always it's always a hug. It, you know, some the, the guys that I'm really close with, I'll kiss them on the cheek. Yep. I don't care. No, I you don't know, either. I, and you know, and and you know, like. I, I don't understand where like like it's so foreign to me to to see guys that know each other on such an a you know a level like that yep. that don't that don't hug and kiss. You know, like it's like, wait a second, you know, these people don't hug it. What's wrong with them? You know, it's like yeah. actually it it's weird. It's weird to see that. So when I when I see things like, you know, like especially like now, like in the past few years, you know, like on social media where they say men need to be more uh, huggy and stuff like that, I'm like where the hell did you grow up? Yeah. This is this is this is normal for us. And the men that you know that both of us grew up with, those guys were you know real men. My father yeah. drove yeah. trucks and built our house. He was the guy that built our house. He pounded in all the nails, bought a kit from Sears, yep. dug a basement by hand. Yep. You know how can I match up to that? I don't have that. You know I don't have the things to do like. Like, you know, like he was posed with there. You know, I don't think I could, you know, like, I don't even think you could buy a house and a kit. And Probably not, no. But, but you, you know, know what it is, too? I, I, this is what I think about a lot of these generations and people even today that pull things off like that. I saw this with my grandmother. I noticed this a lot. I said that she never had to beat her chest to say, look what I've done. There's, um, as I said, there's a certain innate intelligence that, your dad, my grandmother, my father, et cetera, et cetera. They never analyzed and thought about it a lot. They knew they had to do this to help the family or whoever they're doing. And there's a big difference between that and you got some dumbass who's supposed to be so smart where they it's like baseball, analytics. It's ruining the game. When you got to sit and keep thinking, 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 Guess what's going to happen? You're not going to do. You're not going to do. You're not going to do. And you know why? It's called F-E-A-R. Fear. Yeah. All right? Yep. Leaders have fear, but they know how to take that fear and administer it and win. Okay? That's the difference. All right? Yeah. And when you yes. walk in – go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, uh, no, no, no. I was going to – I was going to – I was agreeing with you there. And, it, you know, not only that, but the – the leaders can also make something that's fearful for somebody because, you know, even in a, you know, in a life threatening situation where, where it's, it's not as bad. He's no. got control no. because when you see your leader keeping for lack of a better term, okay, for, for, I'm going to say keeping his shit together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so you don't fly off the handle as easy. Hey, my, my guy's doing it. And not only that, but every second that you're spending with that leader, you are learning. You always take away things from other people. Like you were saying before, people are always looking at you and, yeah. you know, analyzing you. Yeah. You're getting judged. You are judged from the from the second you step out of bed in the morning yep. to the time you go to bed. And anybody thinks that they're not being judged, and I'm talking even the most – a uh, liberal person as yep. far to the left as you can get that has no right side, they are still judging you because it's human nature to judge because you are trying to predict if there's a threat around you. Yep. It's just the way we are. You can't just wash it off and say, oh, that person's not going to do it. You are watching people all day long and everybody's being judged. So if, if that scares you, get used to it. You know, you well, are yeah. being judged. So now leaders – they understand that, but they don't let it get under their skin. Nope. They don't let it frazzle them. 
And that's why you had, you know, one of the things of being a, another thing of being a good leader, other than being a good follower, is you can't get rattled easy. You got to learn to calm down your, your, you know, that cortisol from firing off. You got to get a little, you know, a little calmer and and clear, concise thoughts to be able to give clear and concise directions. Well, you'd be amazed. Sometimes the best thing you can do from any situation is walk away. Sure. Okay. And that's being a leader too. That is because the big thing about that, it gives you a chance to regroup yourself mentally and physically and you don't make the mistake of saying something that you are going to regret. All right. Now, sometimes we it doesn't work that way. I mean, sometimes you get a hot button pushed and maybe you've had enough of this person around you, whatever. It That happens too. But the thing is, when you're worried about perceptions or this that and the other thing just doesn't seem to be going right you know instead of sitting there even leaders i mean they get down on themselves you know they start the 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 negative chatter you know if you're going to be that sort whining is not going to create winning and when you're a leader no matter what you put your hand on you're going to win you want to win and the determination and the fire is going to get you there. And, you know, we talk about this so much where, you know, I, I put the picture up not that long ago. I always equate it to this. Picture the two guys with the pickaxes in the tunnel looking for the gold. One guy just says, hey, it's not there. While the other guy, tired as can be, but still has that drive to go get it. And you know what? Two more shots with the pickaxe, and the wall opens up, and there's the gold. And, and there he is. You know, and I've read so many stories. I love reading about the old miners. And they've talked about, in all these different parts of the United States, way back when, late 1800s, how so many people would, like, buy the property or however they did the transaction. They'd hit a big vein, get a ton of gold. Then he'd start mining away, nothing, 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 and it would go on for a long time. They said, ah, it's all dried up. I guess it isn't what it's supposed to be. And then some other person will buy it because they feel that there's still something in there. And it's like life. It's like those two gentlemen in the little tunnel there with the pickaxes. They make maybe a, a veer to the right, 100 feet. They hit the vein, and that's the mother load of everything. And that is the quality of a leader and a person that will not give up no matter what. Now, there are times when, yeah, you could go dry and belly up on things, but leaders understand that, okay? Yeah, as I said, leaders are readers, and that's a big thing because you have to have, not only when you're a leader, the skill to be able to take on anything, and whether you're... Sure, you can do it or not. You never show that to the people who are underneath you, at least temporarily, or obviously you're building that conducive um, back and forth with one another. But the whole thing is, none of us are ever 100% sure about anything. And leadership, like anything, is a gamble. I mean, you know, you look like, you know, when I read that little bit, that little excerpt from uh, What It Takes to Be Number One, by Vince Lombardi. I mean, he's got to be one of the greatest stories in sports ever because the human end of it is like very few things you read about. Oh, there's examples everywhere. But 
anybody that played, think about this, anybody that played for Lombardi ended up being a successful businessman, whether they opened up their own or they went to a Fortune 100 or a Fortune 500 company. This guy turned out people that I've just never seen before. And there are, I'm sure there's others out there that have done it, but you read his story and it gives you the idea that I can do anything. And a leader believes that. And someone, you know, Donnie's uh, case, my case, because life comes at you in so many ways. It can create self-doubt like you wouldn't believe. It can create a hardship. I've told I've told people just out in the back in the gym, I'd be on my knees crying, busted, literally, busted. I'm not a friggin' pussy guy one bit either. But you know when that happens to me, it doesn't a lot. But when it does, it's because I have such love for what I do and I think so highly of myself. I don't want to fail. I don't want to say, I couldn't do this, okay? And you'll always come back. I've always come back and got it for another day. Or, you know, we've talked about this on the show. You know, you walk out of there and say, I'm never going back there again. You know, it's not going to happen. But life is emotion, and leaders need to keep it in check. But let me tell you, when you're outside and it's 20 below or it's 100 degrees of humidity and things are just hitting the shit fan everywhere – And, you know, my spot, I train alone mostly, so I have to demand out of myself more than anybody would when they're all with partners. It's a a whole different feel, whole different vibe. Vibe. So not only do I have to be the guy that um, exudes monstrous strength and mental tenacity, but I have to be the guy that's got to lead me. I've got to be, there's like two of me, I feel. One's sp- we're split right down the center. One's to the left, one's to the right. One's leading, deciding what we're loading, and the other one's doing. The other one's concentrating. The other one's taking all the scars from the bars or the burns from the stones. And if you can understand that role, that to me is what leadership's all about. You have to build yourself to create men and women of leadership quality. And men, like Donnie said, are definitely geared different. And I, for one, am not only super proud to be a man, but super proud to be a leader. We need to focus on those things. We need to give this back to not only even people... It could be from 30 to 75 years old. But we know the young kids, a lot of them are starving for this. I don't want people to go through life thinking that this stuff is immaterial, which is taught so readily now. And most of the people, let me tell you, who are teaching this shit, they're lucky if they can wipe their fucking ass. I mean, I would be very careful who you listen to. And on that note... um. I'm going to give it to Donnie and let him summarize everything and and put out all his info in mind. But I'll leave you with this note. Go out, study somebody. Go out and study. Listen to our show. Study this. Go out and study people like Andrew Carnegie. Go out and, 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 um, um, what's his first name? What's Onassis' first name? Shipping magnet. Um, Uh, Ari. Ari Onassis. You want to un- Unbelievable. There was a guy that bought all the ships, warships from World War II, 
and they're like, you're out of your mind. Well, he knew enough that we were bringing stuff back and forth across the ocean. That was his claim to fame by doing something smart like that when everybody told him, you just wasted all your money. That's what I'm talking about. Go out and study you know, industry. Go out and study people that you feel athletically are great. Go out and listen to these shows over and over. There's a lot of information out there that will help you. But most of all, like Donnie said, you got to go work with people and get your hands dirty. You got yeah, to, you know, you do, especially, yeah. especially if you're, if you're doing a physical job, because there's a, if there's something there's lost when you're, when you don't have that physical, when you're not sweating next to each other, right. something's actually lost. Really, they, you, you have to watch out for the guys you're working with so they don't get hurt. Yep. They're doing a good job. And so everybody has to work with each other. You know, I wanted to add in too that, yep. um, that, uh, Lee Iacocca asked yep. Vince Lombardi, another great leader. Yep. But Lee Iacocca asked Vince Lombardi, "What, what, what makes you know a a great leader and having a great team?" And Iacocca said, "Well, there's a lot of great ball clubs out there with great players, but the one thing that I make sure that my players have to have a cohesive unit is that they, they must love each other." Yep. So these guys have to think. If I don't do my job, my friend, the guy I love, is going to get hurt. Yep. And that is very important. And that, you know, that we're getting more and more towards like individuals in in society today rather than talking in groups. But you got to have that. And I think that's why the blue collar workers are a little more a cohesive unit because they actually, you know, can lose you know, a body part while on a job sure. site or can lose their life or, you know, or cause someone else to be injured, you know, so that they're, they're more responsible for each other. They actually trust their lives with each other. Absolutely. And that's very important. That's a lot of, a lot of time men, young men, especially, and boys need to learn that. Yep. Because, you know, you're understanding the value of human life, the value of your friend, the value of doing your job to make sure that you don't injure your coworkers, your buddies, your friends, your teammates. So, you know, that, that, that creates more and that creates more responsibility. And again, that creates good leaders. Without a doubt. Um, I will say this. I'll wind this up and then Donnie can take it. Is this. Leadership is something you should take very seriously. Never discount it. You know, my father, you know, be a leader, not a follower. Think about those words. Think about, you know, how many, I've said this on shows. Do you know how many times I got out of trouble because I heard those words ringing in my head? Seriously, I'm not kidding you. As simple as that sounds, that has saved my ass more than once. And, you know, it's just like when I said, too, and this all goes with leadership. Never, ever ruin your family name. Never bring shame to your family. That's all leadership, too. My father was so adamant about that because he said, that will follow you for the rest of your life. So true. How many people do we know that have done things, you could be rehabbed, whatever. There's always going to be that set of eyes looking out the back of your head at that person if you're doing something with them. Because as much as you want to say, well, I'm very glad for you and you've done it, there's always that question mark. And that question mark is just your survival mark. 
And leaders have to do things like that. There's a lot of things, like I said, a leader doesn't really want to do probably, or he doesn't feel that might be the right way to go. But he knows deep down in his heart that if you don't take care of the cancer, it's going to spread, metastasize, and kill you. You have to, Donnie talked about, everybody working side to side, having a love for one another. It's the same way with anything like that. When you have a bad apple, the apple's got to be gone. And that's a fact of life. Start thinking about those things. Start thinking about what could I do? What could I get involved with? Can I go maybe a church group? I don't know, maybe uh, Little League, Pop Warner football. Or how about you come up with your own business and start going out and speak about these things. So what if you get five people or you get 105? The point of the matter is leaders go and do it, and people will come, believe me. Donnie, it's all yours. Summarize everything, give out all your info, and I'll give mine and just hang on, brother. Okay, so uh, April 27th to 28th in Sarasota, Florida, there's going to be Mace Fest. Again, that's a festival of celebrating maces and clubs. This is going to be the first annual one. Hopefully that did, well, it'll be the inaugural one. Let's say first annual sounds funny. It ha- so it, it'll be uh, that going on, and it's going to be workshops and friendly competitions and exploring more things about the maces. It's taught by different people. It's going to be really interesting. And again, that's Sarasota, Florida, beautiful place to visit if you're not from close by on the west coast of Florida, Gulf of Mexico, nice, beautiful water, air-conditioned sand, they call it. Yep. And the sand never gets hot there. And then um, adxclub.com for all of your Mason Club needs. Maces and clubs are really blowing up. Look on social media, see how they're going. I'm glad to have been part of that, you know, to help create and, and perpetuate this modality. And uh, check out my stuff. We've got the the sale. Use the code MM19 if you'd like to purchase an Adex Macer Club. This is on the complete kits for $45 off. Again, MM19. 45 bucks you're saving. You could take your wife out to dinner for that, you know, to yeah. smooth it over after you get it. And maces and clubs do benefit all types of training. So get into this. Eric uses them. Yep. He, he uses them. I've got people everywhere, and Eric's a strong man. And I've got people, you know, athletes that have purchased this, you know, and also people that are using it for weight loss and athletes that are obstacle course racers, um, competitive bike racers, triathletes, Ironmen, all the way up to power lifters. Everybody's doing it to keep their shoulders healthy and, and create some more mobility in their back. And you could use them for your whole body. Yes, you can do leg work with them. So check them out at xclub.com. And you know what the nice thing about them is, too, very portable. Um, the equipment, basically, other than buying extra weights for it, it's pretty uh, damn easy to deal with. And, excuse me, it's like anything, you have a bi- the ability to build up. You're not taking such big increments that you're sitting there for six months hoping eventually you're going to get it. That's one of the big, big positives. The second one is obviously we're going to start getting into talking more about kids using certain movements at younger ages to get them going and get them and the family working out together. But don't forget about this with 8X, with this, with this sale right now. The goal is 20, but we're going to sell 10 right away. 
and you yeah. got to be part yeah. of this. Number 11, whomever that is, male, female, whatever, you get it for free. Free. Okay? So that means if you've got – if you guys are thinking that, you know, maybe – uh, they sold about eight or nine now. Maybe I could get a buddy to, with me to order yep. and have them put their order in first and see who's the, you know what? Yeah. Always, so that means yeah. tell your friends to order. That's yep. what, that's what's being prompted here. Well, so, too, and don't forget, I've said this before. There's a lot of local gyms. If they're listening to Eminem, you can reach out to Donnie or you can reach out to me at Facebook um, I'll tell you right now, I'll bring one up, and you can take a peek at it and see what you got. If I have to, I'll get Donnie on the phone while we're there on speakerphone, and we could definitely have a sit-down right there. So anybody in the Albany Tri-City area right down in New York City, you know, if you're interested, get a hold of one of us or both of us, and we can set something up with that. I mean, you got potential, you got possibilities. This is a great way to get started, especially with the sale, and especially with the 11th purchaser of this product. It's free. I mean, it's you can't free. ask for much more it's than that. You oh, yes, you can wait. You want to know? Yeah, I was going to say I do have something else to add. See, yeah. I, <laughs> good. I was going to say there are competitions. There's mace competitions. And uh, I just ne- renegotiated a contract with Yuri from uh, from the former AKA, the American Kettlebell yep. Alliance. Yep. Uh, they're coming out under a new organization. So at the Arnold and at the um, Mr. Olympia, again, for the upcoming years, there is going to be Adex Mace competitions at both of those places and uh vintage strength the, the educational side of the adx training yep. is going to be uh doing all of the awards and the t-shirts and the swag bags so it's all going to be handled by us now and it's going to be on you know the stages where the the kettlebell competition is going so if you guys are competitive Get into some mace competition. Use the addicts, addicts maces because that's what they're using in most of the competitions now because they're adjustable. Yep. They only got to bring four of them out there, one practice one and three for the platforms. You got five minutes of letting it rip doing the 10 to 2 exercises. All this stuff you can see on the addicts YouTube channel. That, that's the addicts club YouTube channel. You guys go there. Please subscribe to that. And uh, help me out with some subscription there. And uh, you can see the men's and the women's competitions going on from uh, a few events there. Um, Not only that, congrats on that. But, you know, this is what we're talking about, this role of leadership, this you think of things, you create things. Um, You can't do it without a high-end belief in yourself. And when people are looking at Donnie's story or my story and you just say, wow, these guys are just blowing this stuff up bigger and bigger. That all comes from the thought process, from thinking, like when I talked about with Sean Colin the other day on our show. Thinking, thinking, thinking. It's a big deal and it's something you need to do if you want success. But, you know, you're looking at, you know, Donnie coming on. Now more has been added to ADEX. They're more involved. That's the point with everything. If you want to do this, it's going to take a commitment and a quality of a person that you maybe you don't think you have it, but I'll bet you you do. And don't sell yourself short and keep rolling. Got anything else, brother? 
No, man, I just want to wish everybody, you know, a, a ha- health, happiness, and prosperity. All right, well, we're not – let me just finish this, and we'll be off in a moment. This is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Go out to um, – well, if you'd like, Donnie and I do a specific show, Fiorello Barbell at nicap.r.com. Also, too, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've gotten, and we thank you for that. Um, if someone, uh, well, we're on Spotify. I didn't want to forget that. And we're on Google podcasts among a ton of other platforms. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give five words to inspire leaders will do that. They will not look away or discount things. If someone is very serious, you need to be even more serious and help them out. Also too. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You don't know what people are going through, and we talk about that a lot. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And the great Hoosa Steel Stone Crusher says in blood red, domination. We are domination. We follow no one. We clear cut our own path. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. And I'll tell you this. This is real important. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, when I hear your shows and listen to them, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's more like a tidal wave, brother. Taller and wider every day, and that's very important. Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor, repetition, repetition, repetition. Be a leader not a follower, excuse me, as my father says. And, of course, Frank said, winners never quit and quitters never win. John uh, John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor ever, he'd walk everyone to the door and say, keep smiling. As I said, paradigm shift, say that on your best or worst day, or just walk around and say it. You will have a grin from ear to ear. Be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred or more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof right off your house. Join the family. Be part of our family for the next 30 years. You need us and we need you. Les Brown, you all have greatness in you, but we take it two steps further. We believe in you and we got your back. And look around how many people would say that to you and mean it. All right? We mean what we say here. And before I sign off with Donnie, remember this. You all have greatness, but most of all, you're winners, champions, and you're unstoppable. Like I said a few minutes ago, maybe you don't know it yet, but something just might trigger it. Maybe this show. We would love to see you take leadership from this show and go out and hear from from anyone and say, I listened to the show you did with Donnie. Now I am pursuing my own business. That I, that would be one of the greatest gifts I could ever get from anyone that, to hear yeah, that. that. That is, yes, I love when people tell me that. Right. You know, you, right. That, that's so fantastic. It is. It's it's That's the idea. Obviously, they're businesses. We need to make money. You know, we talk about that. I talk about, you know investing in here it's very very important because it's a lot of money to run these things but on the other part of the scale i love it no matter what and that's why i'm outside doing what i'm doing it has to survive until we make that next hurdle and we know that is coming soon 
That's the way you got to think. Donnie, awesome show. Um, this show ought to be up, what's today, Thursday? Probably Saturday because I've got a lot to do. But it'll be up this weekend, and we'll um, I'll release that, and I'll uh, release, obviously, um, the blog post on leadership you wrote for us here. And, uh, and I know that people are going to get an awful lot out of this because, you know, this place is content-rich with everything. And as I said, folks... Don't be afraid to read it over and over and listen to this over, over, and over. You will get benefit every time. So thanks for being on, brother. It's always an honor. Thanks for having me, Eric. Anytime, Donnie. So for Donnie G. Fardino, this is Eric Fiorello. Thanks for listening. And go back and listen to some of the Italian stories we were talking about. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I will tell you this. I do miss Sundays. I I miss my family like you know, there's still a lot of them around. I miss a lot of the old um, aunts and uncles. My dad, my grandmother, I miss her to death. Um, and Jimmy, what can I say? Every day I think about Jimmy. I'm looking at my beautiful brother right now. Um, some things, they all happen for a reason. And he was the biggest contributor to everything I am sitting here right now. But I'll tell you one thing. I say it all the time, what would he be doing right now? I I contemplate that every day. I don't know. But when we do meet, I guess we're going to know what's going on. So for Don G. Fardino, it's Eric Fiorello. There's nothing out there that can hurt you, I'm telling you right now, unless you let it hurt you. Be damage. Damage everything. You don't have to hurt anybody, but when you go after things, go with closed fists and punch your goddamn way through it. I can't tell you people need to hear these things. You need to build the backbone, the spine, become steel. Thanks for listening, everyone. As I said, this show will be up no later than Saturday. Donnie and I will talk to you in a few weeks. But remember this, you have the ability. Keep listening. Thanks, everyone, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.